Okay. We start the brachas of the morning. There are a number of brachas which there's a question on what we said. We say Shalasani Goy. Shalasani Ovid, Shalasani Isha. Lechaira. If you ask the obvious question, if we had to think, when, if we had to make such a bracha, when would be the right time to make it? I would say, when a person becomes a mitzvah. They now um, uh, have a certain halachic status as a free Jewish man, which means they're now high in all the mitzvahs. Okay, so I can say, thank you, Kaddish Baruch for entrusting me with that responsibility. Thank you, Kaddish Baruch for giving me the ability to do all the mitzvahs. And therefore, I can say, you didn't make me a guy, you didn't make me an Evan, you didn't make me an Isha, I'm ready to go. Kiddo, for what HaKadosh Baruch Hu created me, in the way he created me, then I've, I've thanked him for that. And the question is, why would there be an end to say this bracha every day? If I wasn't a guy yesterday, there's no having me I'm going to be a guy today. So what's changed? What's changed? What's the new hakara? What's the new point I'm thanking Hashem for? That, oh, you know, this morning I woke up a man. And, and yesterday you also. So where's the new, what's new? That, that there's a new hakara which is necessary to thank Hashem every day, which is why the way we're showing him, we hold you don't say these three brachas. It's interesting, they're not brought in the Gemara, and the return the Vashiyazi brings Shetas Uhal, you don't say these three brachas. And I'm wrong because the, what, what are we thanking Hashem for new that we, we didn't have yesterday? You said Vashiyazi. Not to say these brachas. Nevertheless, we ask them that we do say them, and say them every day. And not only that, the Mishaburah says that the brachas just don't have a time limit. Which means it's not that whenever a person, uh, in the course of the day, whenever he, even if he wakes up really late, he'll still, it's not like he might have missed some Manfilin, he might have missed Mankreshma, but he can still say these three brachas. Why? Why what, what, what's it, what's it could, got to do with something that you thank Hashem for on a daily basis? Zahayna. Those brachas, which you're going to see later on in the Birkas HaShachar, which we thank Hashem for every day, we can ask questions on them too. But some of them we understand. There's a newness to each day, and then we thank Hashem. So we say Hashem and listen to the of Koach. So that's a, that's a bracha of Shabbat. We thank Hashem every day because we talk feel like that every day. You went to bed tired, you woke up refreshed. So there's a, there's a certain newness which we thank Hashem for. And my Rishenah Me'enah, Hashem took, removed sleep from my eyes, you know, I'm back awake again. That's something which repeats itself every time a person wakes up. So I can understand there's something new to thank Hashem for. And even if that's the case, if you're going to talk about what a person can do, when he's awake, as opposed to what he can do when he's asleep. So he doesn't see things when he's asleep, and Hashem opens up his eyes, he doesn't move, and Hashem is Matzir Asurin, or he walks on the ground, Hashem is Mechel uh, Tzari Gaber. I can understand, let's say, there's a certain level that there's uh, something a person wasn't doing while he was sleeping, and now can do again when he's awake, and therefore something needs to thank Hashem for. And when a person was sleeping, he became a woman, he became a guy. No, nothing changed. So what are you thanking Hashem for again every morning? What's new about today? The emissaries will ask a, a similar question on the bracha of Hanes Nasech Vivina. Lachim Ben Yamu Ben Naira. Kodesh Baruch gives the Sech, really means the, a person's intelligence. It's used to refer to a rooster as well, the Gemara says Rosh Hashanah, that the chicken is also called a Sech. But the primary the bracha means a person's Sech. Kodesh Baruch gives a person the intelligence to differentiate between day and night. And once again, Nothing changed. That's the way he he was. He understood that yesterday. He'll understand it tomorrow. It's not something which is 
it's like a, it's not a function that a person can do. That like we said, that a person can walk or a person can see. A person has intelligence. A person has intelligence, and if that's the case, he'll not. He, so what what new is there to thank Hashem about today that I didn't have yesterday? And I thanked him yesterday for giving me intelligence. I still have that intelligence. It hasn't gone anywhere. So what's it new to thank Hashem about? In other words, in all these brachas, really we have the same underlying question. What, what, what is the meaning? What are you trying to say? What are you thanking Kodesh Baruch for? When you make these brachas again every day. And at the same time, so then we're going to focus on the brachas a man says, and at the same time let's focus on the bracha that he says. What's the meaning of the bracha Shosana Kirtana? Shosana Kirtana, it seems to be a bracha which is like open-ended. Well, normally we make a bracha on something specific. Like, you created the fruit of a tree. Like, you created my liberations. Like, you did whatever we were thanking him for. But Asani Ketona means you created, you made, you made me the way you wanted me. That's like a very, what, is, what, what exactly is the Shevach then? It's like open-ended, like you made things the way they are. What, 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 what's the Kavana? And once again, a person doesn't change. So if she, if she was in that situation that she was, let's say, a cum of the Brachah Shasana yesterday, two days ago, her whole life, so what's she thanking Hashem and you for today? So with all these questions, leads us to re-examine what, what are we trying to accomplish by saying Brachah Shasana What are we trying to accomplish? <coughs> and you said the principle is like this. And that is that, let's start with a bit of a background in Ashkafa. The Ramban talks about this on Parshas Yisrael, the Nefshachim talks about this in Shah Shishi, the Kazari talks about this in the beginning of his Mamma Ravi, they're also exactly the same thing. And it's a Yisrael God. And they say that the there was a mistake in the way that the non-Jews perceived Hashem, and because of that mistake, it led them eventually to come to Avodah Not what they did wrong with Avodah What was their mistake in the Hashkaf of understanding Hashem, which eventually led them to Avodah Zarah? I'm talking at the very, very first stage. Maybe we call it the door of Enosh, the first people who made the mistake. And the mistake was, like I said, all the Swarmans before, the Ishmael says in their own words, they're also the same Yisrael. And that is, the, the people at the time thought that it's, a, it's not respectful. It's not respectful for us to approach Hashem with every small thing which goes wrong with our lives. It's not, it's not covered for us to talk to Hashem <laughs> Baruch to ask Him for every small thing that we do. Hashem is the Almighty. Hashem is all-powerful. Hashem is worried about giving, uh, creating galaxies of stars, and He's worried about things of cosmic importance. And now some <coughs> small little thing which involves some small little human being in the insignificant planet Earth, which in, uh, in, in perspective of the entire cosmos is minuscule. Well, that, that interests Hashem. Ramal Kogayim Hashem. Hashem is way too big, way too important, way too chashev to bother himself with a little minute of, I thought, I woke up with a sore throat start this morning, please make me better. And therefore they felt that to daven to Hashem himself is a lack of Kvachamayim. It's a lack of Kvachamayim. It shows that Ke'ilu, that I have the temerity, I have the chutzpah. 
insignificant problems. Hashem wants to do with big things. Don't waste his time. That was what the guy thought. And that's why they felt that it's a covet Shemaim not to dive into Hashem. He's too great for that. He's too big for this. This is just baby stuff. This is an insignificant thing. So I'm not going to involve him in it. Where were they wrong? Where were they wrong? So the, the truth is there are a number of points that they're wrong about. But uh, I want to talk about two of them today. The first point that they're wrong about is that this whole mind view, this whole way of looking at things, the whole perception is wrong. Why? Because it's coming from the way that Goyim think. And when a guy achieves importance, he becomes the head of state, he becomes the prime minister, he becomes uh, the CEO of a major company, he becomes a millionaire, whatever it is that we call importance in the non-Jewish world. When something becomes important, so then, the way they think is, I'm way too big and I'm way too important to deal with everybody's small issues. Leave me alone. I couldn't be bothered about your problems. Talk to somebody who's like lower down the system will take care of you. If you try to get an audience to talk to the President of America to, disc- to, discuss, you know, to tell him what your issues are with whatever it is that you have a problem in this country, he's not going to give you that time. He couldn't do okay. I'm a busy man. I'm an important man. I deal with world leaders. Uh, we spend time wasting time talking about climate change. To talk to you about the problems you have with the traffic rules with the neighbor next door. Leave me alone. Go talk to someone lower down. Go talk to someone who can deal with you. I'm much too busy for that. I'm much too important. That's the way the non-Jewish world works. Try get an appointment with some world-famous billionaire, with some major CEO of a company. They're not interested. You're not important enough to deal with it. And therefore, they project that same thing onto Hashem. If importance means I don't care about anybody small, if importance means I'm way too busy and way too important to bother myself with your small issues, so they project exactly the same thing onto Hashem. Hashem is super important. He's the Almighty. And if that's the case, for sure you couldn't care about people. But it's coming from a projection of a bad minute. That's all. Because, like the Pasuk tells us, it's in Gemara and Megillah, Om Rabbi Yechanan, Kol makum sh'ata mo'itzeg zodase shana kodesh baruchu, sh'amata mo'itzeg amus anosem. Whenever the Pasuk describes how great Hashem is, you'll see how kodesh baruchu helps the, min, the, the single, low, low down, so to speak, insignificant person. Hashem is a kela god la gimel v'anayra, but he's oyev chesed lats mishmod yasad v'almon. He takes care of every orphan. He looks after every widow. They are the people at the, at the lowest level, so to speak, of social importance, of uh, whatever, of any ability. Yeah, the Kela, God, like Giver by Naira, he cares about them. It's not a stereo. And again, for us, this isn't a Chiddush, because we see it. <coughs> Have you ever seen a Godel who thinks, I'm too busy to take care of Klai Yisrael? I'm too busy to deal with people's problems. I'm too busy, busy to give brachos. We've never had a Godel like that. As great as the Godel is, it can be the Reb Chaim, it can be the Reb Shachan, it can be the Chafetz Chaim, and whoever, whoever else you want to go back to, it could be any Godel, there's an open-door policy. You might have to come at the right times, but there's never a possibility, I'm now the Godel, I couldn't be bothered. No, I'm a Godel and I'd look to help everybody. The greater a person is, doesn't mean, therefore, I'm less interested in helping each individual. And you see stories of Gedolim who went out of their way, it wasn't just answering questions, who went out of their way to try and help some insignificant kid who came to ask him a question. Some Bacha who's, uh, who needs Chizok. Some Oni who needs help. 
Why? You, you're big, you're important, you're powerful. That's not a stereo. That's not a stereo. In the Torah world, the, the greater a person is, doesn't mean therefore they're too great to do chesed. There's no such thing. And therefore the first mistake the guy made is they mistook the way HaKadosh Baruch Hu works for the way they work. By a guy, being too great means I'm too big to help people. I'm, I'm too important to, to bother myself with this kind of trivialities. And they thought that Hashem works the same way. It's not true. By us, God, this doesn't mean that a person is too big or too important to help anybody. And of course, Hashem is exactly the same. Hashem is the same. As great as we're going to say Hashem is, He is never too great to do chesed to every single thing in the brain. To every single person. That's the first mistake we're going to make. The mistake of projecting a bad mirror onto Hashem. There's a second mistake. And this is, like I said, there are more than two, but this is the one really I wanted to talk about here. And that is, let's think in the Goyish world here. The Goyim think, Hashem is way exalted, much greater than all the Goyim, and all people. Uh, what, uh, a person has the issue, a person not feeling well, a person needs help, a person needs pranasa. Uh, it's small stuff. That's small stuff. So what interests Hashem? Uh, the big picture. What's the big picture? Hashem. Heavens, stars, galaxies. Now, uh, is some uh, a, a two, three, one X, a, uh, thing going to crash into the looks like major things in the cosmos? Milky Ways. That interests Hashem. That's big. We're small. And therefore, the Goyim thought, we don't interest Hashem. We're too little. We're too insignificant. Microscopic. What interests Hashem is something massive. And this is the second mistake. The difference between the first and the second. They, they think that the thought is a meta, that Hashem is too important. The second mistake they made was, what, so therefore what is important to Hashem? Something big, not something small. And this is the second mistake they made. It's exactly the other way around. What's more important to Hashem? The stars and solar systems or people? Yes, the stars and solar systems are billions of times bigger than a person. And you know what? Hashem doesn't care about them. In Hashem's scale of importance, a, a, a Milky Way which is a trillion miles makes zero difference to Him as much as, much as one person does. And this is a pasuk in the Torah. Hashem has the shemaim and the shmei shemaim. Hashem has it all. But rak ba v'isecho b'achar Hashem. Out of all of that, Hashem is interested in Avram Avinu. Avram is one small little person compared to galaxies, compared to planets, compared to the expanse of the universe. Hashem doesn't care about the expanse of the universe. It's all dead. It's inanimate. It's rock. Hashem is interested in a person. And therefore, the guy made a second mistake. They thought size is important. So you're talking about the size of a star. That's massive. A person's tiny. That doesn't count. And it's, it's a mistake. It's exactly the other way around. If we're going to talk about what does Hashem care about, one person. That's worth more than the whole Milky Way. And this is our basic Hashkofa. Because Hashem doesn't need that. Hashem creates that for the person. Hashem creates the whole world for people. And therefore, what interests Him is people. And therefore, yes, Hashem is great and important and powerful and He's interested in what's important. And what's important is the little person over here, not the whole heavens. Again, it's the second fundamental mistake the Goyim made. They attach importance to size. They attach importance to the physical of what they can see. If that's the case, the planet is huge. The person's small. It's not interesting Hashem. What Hashem is interested in is the person's neshama, which is something spiritual, which the planet doesn't have. The, the whole system, the whole zodiac doesn't have in the shaman. A person does. That interests Hashem. It's an important point to remember. And therefore, and therefore, the 
when, whereas the Goyim, at least the initial Goyim, whoever the Vedas are, went to worship, whatever they went to worship, thinking that we're, we're doing the right thing because we're not, we, we're not, we don't have the chutzpah to bother Hashem. So you're going to talk to some Malach, you're going to talk to something else. Hashem is too big, you're not going to bother Hashem. And for whatever reason, I thought that was the right thing. We approach the Tfilah, we're talking to Hashem directly. We're talking to Hashem directly. Why? Why? Number one, because Hashem is not too big to help anybody. And that's not just a person. Every living thing. Number one, Hashem is not too big to help what He created. And number two, even if there would be such a Hashem, you should know that if, if what is important to Hashem in this world, we're number one. We're number one. That's what Hashem is interested in. More than the whole universe. That's a necessary hakdomah to come to Tvil. It's a necessary how, how can we approach Hashem? How can we approach Hashem? Well, first, Hashem is approachable. Secondly, if, if, the, if there would be a question of what's important to Hashem, that's us. That's us. Don't make a mistake. There's nothing more important to Hashem in this world. And we're going to go a step further than this, and not just talk about people versus planets. We're going to talk about Kali Yisrael versus everybody else. And it's also possible. It's also possible. Hashem doesn't care about the Goyim like He cares about the Jewish people. Once he gave us the Torah, and now he's focused on us. So then what happens to the Jewish people is primary importance. What happens to half a million Indians or Chinese is less important to Hashem than what happens to Klai Yisrael. Even though we don't have the same amount of numbers, once again, that's just science. Hashem doesn't care about size. You're not the biggest, you're not the most prominent, you're not the most powerful nation, you're the smallest. But so what? Agadosh Baruch is interested in you. And therefore, this is like Dhamma Tutun. How dare I approach Hashem? Because I have priority status. I have priority status. There's nothing more important to Hashem. <coughs> That's how we start. Now, when a person's awake, and a person's, uh, so to speak, thinking during the course of a day, so this is something which a person is meant to be thinking about. I have a priority status. I can dive in whenever I want to because I'm part of Klai Yisrael. I'm part of Klai Yisrael. Hashem gave me Das, Hashem gave me Neshama, Hashem made me a Jew, and therefore, I have the right to dive in. When we wake up in the morning, and during the course of the night when the person was asleep, so this wasn't on his consciousness. He wasn't thinking about himself, or he wasn't thinking at all, he was dreaming, whatever he was doing when he was sleeping. He wasn't his active, his mind wasn't active. So number one, when a person wakes up in the morning, is, I want to... Thank HaKadosh Baruch again when I regain my sense of importance. Now that I'm awake and I can focus on it again, I can, I can understand, appreciate again the position Hashem put me in. So of course, nothing is going to change. It's not like yesterday I was a woman and today I'm a man. Or yesterday I was a girl and today I'm a Jew. I was the same thing yesterday. But it's something a person thinking about. And now there was a time I wasn't thinking about it. Now that I wake up in the morning and the realization hits me again, I'm a Jew. And um, someone who's like Kodesh Baruch has given primary importance to in the world. If that's the case, then that gives me the right to David. Baruch Atah Hashem, Shalosani Goy, Shalosani Ovid, Shalosani Isha. You've put me in a position where I have everything. You, that's, that's the, you've given me, so to speak, the most important job in the world. And again, it's nothing which I didn't have yesterday. I had it yesterday, I had it since I was born. I was created as a Jew. But what the Nakoda is, I wasn't thinking about it. I wasn't thinking about it because I was asleep. And therefore, when I wake up, and now I come back to that realization, that's enough to thank Hashem for. 
It's not to thank Hashem. Not because Hashem had to change something for it to, to thank Him, but just the realization of what HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave me, that's enough to thank Him for. And if that's the person is dust. When I was asleep, I wasn't using that dust. And now I wake up and think, Hashem has given me a gift which is not give to anything else in the world. The, the, the fact that I have a mind that can think, Good. I thank Hashem for the ability, now that I'm, I'm, I'm aware of these things again, that's, not, that, that's the reason to thank Hashem. Yeah. So, Marisa, the guy might be, they might be wrong in, the fact that the, in their assumption that, you know, they're too insignificant for Hashem, because Hashem, you know, cares about the Adi and the Asa and the Alana. But, are they right that Hashem doesn't really care about them at the end of the day? They're, they're wrong in that they think Hashem cares about big things like uh, the Shemaim and other people. But they're right that they don't care if that he doesn't care he about He cares about so people. No, he cares about Eklai more. But that doesn't mean any living thing can't dive into him. Their starting point was, we can't dive into Hashem. It's considered inappropriate. I'm just saying, That's the not second true. point they're already saying, the guys aren't necessarily so wrong. No, they're wrong that. in the point that they think they can't dive in. Everything can dive in. There's never a case Hashem doesn't listen. And, uh, and any living thing which calls out, and he'll answer them. The Chodashik Rubemis. Anyone can daven. So they're completely wrong in the fact that they thought we can't daven to Hashem, we have to find something else to daven. But the question of Hashem's priorities, 100%. There is a list of priorities. And if that's the case, then for, for, for sure, Hashem will have priority, and that's what we're thanking Hashem for. And why this has to be at the beginning of the davening, these are the first prophets of Rikas Shachar, is because that gives us the credentials. Now we're coming to daven. Now we're coming to daven. We have. No, it's not that we're coming in a, in a position of really we don't deserve to come to Hashem, it's not, it's not that important to Him. No, there's nothing more important. There's nothing more important. That's the brachas we say. If we say, Shalai Sani Goy, Shalai Sani Avish, Shalai Sani Yishim. When we don't have a Shalai Sani Yisrael, we have all these Hashivas. So the first thing we ask the question, why don't we say Shalai Sani Yisrael? And the answer is because then you can't make three brachas, you only make one. So you don't have more to say. We want these different levels. And we thank Hashem for each one. Now, that's... Does that mean we're important, more important than all those, all those categories? Then go in and avoid it for sure. And women? Now we're coming to them. So, <laughs> <gonna ask them. laughs> so that, would a guy say a brachas shasani goi? No, he wouldn't. There's no matter in that. It's a, it's a Matthias, but it's not something he's going to feel like gratitude, like, wow, Hashem, you gave me such a distinction mm-hmm. that you made me a guy. It's the other way around. We say Shaloya Sani Goy because that means we appreciate that by not being a Goy, we're in a better place. We're in a higher level. And if that's the case, when we say Shaloya Sani Yesha, we're saying the same thing. That, by, that as a man, we have opportunities that really doesn't have. That really doesn't have. If that's the case, we thank Hashem for that too. So in Torah, to, like, like we saw, or other things which men are the in, go to Tfilin. Some we'll get to Tfilin still. But Tfilin is wearing a crown. We'll see in Rufus what it means to wear a crown, but any man can do that. We wear a crown. We're, we're, we're a prince. So why do we say We're going to get there. So therefore, when you say the bracha, there's a certain distinction. You're in a prime position to salvation. Good. So I understand the brachas are man-based. Now, what's the kudah what's of the lady making a bracha shasani kitsani? Unlike people think, it's not a synonym for dynamics. There's a meaning to the bracha. Right? What does it mean? So the Rechaim Vedajan talks about this in his Lekotim, and he says an unbelievable thing. He says, Be'atzim, the bracha is the same as we say about the world. If the world could make a bracha, what, would the world, what bracha would the world make? If it could. 
same thing. What do you say there? In Kaddish. We say, HaKadosh Baruch Hu's name should be made great, should be praised. Yiskadil v'yiskadish me rabbi. HaKadosh Baruch Hu's name should be made great, should be praised. Where? Bahu. Ba'alma, by the world. Di brakir use. If you translate into Hebrew, she'asa kirtzayna. That he made kirtzayna. The world would say the same thing. It was made kirtzayna. So what does it mean? What does it mean? The world, if the world would be miskadil v'yiskadish me rabbi. The world would be the one to thank Hashem and praise Hashem. It would be the, because Hashem created Kiritzayna. So you must understand something. There's two, and this is the Oymakot from Chaim Vodash explains. He says that when HaKadosh Baruch Hu creates the world. So what's the world there for? What's the world there for? The answer is HaKadosh Baruch has a ratzin. What he wants to account, what he wants, why, why create the world? Hashem has a ratzin. And the world was created in line with his ratzen, which means in order to be able to fulfill Hashem's ratzen, he creates the world to fulfill them. And if that's the case, if you know Hashem's ratzen is to be mated, then he has to create a world to, to which it can be mated. So it's constructed in a way which it can be fulfilled the ratzen that Hashem had. It's there, it's built, to be makabal what HaKadosh Baruch wanted to give. HaKadosh Baruch ratzen is to give chesed, and therefore the world is created to be makabal chesed. Yeah. He said this in other Vajim also. But it's Yisrael God. And that is, a Kodesh Baruch Hu creates, the way Hashem creates a person is as a, so to speak, in, we say, Tzalem similar. He puts it in a, in, a, in a place where the person could be in a place where he can understand Hashem. So there's a certain similarity, the way Hashem creates a man to the way Hashem himself actually creates the world. And therefore, in that, same concept of HaKadosh Baruch Hu creating the world so that he could mahmale his ratzin, he could do chesed, and the world was there to makabal chesed. So that's the case. Um, when Hashem creates the concept of a zakhir and a keva, he does the same thing. He creates a person, ke'ilu, to represent Hashem's position, which is Rimashpir, and he creates a, uh, the nakeva, ke'ilu, to be omed, the makam of the world, to be makabal. And therefore, just like the world was created which means as a place which is a, to fulfill HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Ratzim that he can give Chesed to, Hashem creates Lerit HaKerosa, Kiritzoneh. means as a, based on the model of the Ratzim, based on the model of Hashem wanted to be Makabu. And if that's the case, a man can say HaKadosh Baruch Hu is created the Talmud of Hashem, in other words, in order to be able to do, in order to be able to give, in order to be able to achieve, the same way, and, and, and the lady was created, Kiritzoneh in the same position as the world was created, as something which is an actualization of Ratzin Hashem, which means where Hashem's Ratzin can be fulfilled on. Now, if that's the case, here's the difference. The, the plan Hashem had calls for both. Just like if there's no world, Hashem can want to be Mashbir Chesed, but there's no world, so there's no potential for that to happen. Where's, where's the, on, on what does Hashem want Mashbir Chesed? Hashem's plan needs a world. If that's the case, HaKadosh Baruch Hu's plan, if he's going to people represent that, it needs man and it needs woman. It needs both. And even though the roles they play are different, but the, it has to be. You can't have a plan without both. And maybe the bracha is the same thing. If the bracha is of the morning we talk about, is the person realizing the chashivas that they have, the importance that I have, why I'm necessary, why I'm, like I said, I have priority status in HaKadosh Baruch Hu's eyes, so then, for Atsim, a lady can say that too. 
she, it's, the, you can't have the world without it. You can't have a concept of a world without the the, the representation of both the Mashbian and the Kabbalah, both the Akadosh Baruch Hu and the world which was created to accurate Sayyidina. And therefore, that same bracha applies here also. Now, there's lots of women in the world. Where does it apply to? So obviously, it's always a parallel. In other words, for whatever reason Hashem creates Goyim, Hashem creates Goyish women. For whatever reason Hashem creates Avodim, He creates Shrochus. If Hashem creates Kali Yisrael, it's in the woman in Kali Yisrael. And therefore, a, guy, a, a, a Jewish lady will also say, number one, I have the distinction of being Kali Yisrael, Shalasani Goy, Shalasani Ovid. And now, in, within Kali Yisrael, the role that she plays is the role of Kirtzayinah, of the Hashem wanted there to be in order for Kali Yisrael to exist. Why doesn't she say Shalasani Shavkot? There's a focus in the first thing. She says she doesn't have a shalasan yeshifa. Yeshliyash, there's different opinions. If there's two nuschas in the bracha, there's only one nuschas in the bracha which everybody uses. But now there's an interesting point. And that is, the, what, 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 why then is the bracha that a lady makes? And instead, that the same brachas, birks shachar, are a way of appreciating the importance a person has, which not just entitles them to daven, everyone can daven, but it gives them priority status in daven. Let's understand. That, that you are made in a situation where the whole world revolves around you. That, and now that I wake up and I'll come back to a recognition, that awareness, that that's what I am, so that's what I'm thanking Hashem for. And like you see, Chazal crafted the brachas in the way that applies to men and applies to women also. A guy can't feel like that. It's true, he might be able to dive in, but he doesn't have that chashivas, that kilo, you can say that I have the priority, I have the most important position there is. But, when it comes to when you do make a bracha, whether it's for a man or for a lady, they both can say that, based on the, on the job. Just one more question. So when you say by a man, all the brachas are shalai, shalai, shalai. Shalai, 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 And we say the person already said because there isn't an alternative. What would the opposite be? It's just, yeah, the alternative to each one is Yisrael. Hashem didn't make me a he made me a Jew. Hashem didn't make me an Eved, he made me a Jew. Hashem didn't make me a Eved, he made me a Jew. A Jewish man. So by saying shalai, Yisrael, you've already answered said all the brachas in one, Instead of saying them in three, which you can appreciate each different level. Why then for the bracha for the sorry? The absolute of an average is three. The Yisrael is no, the isn't three or seven. An evidence is someone who's half a Jew. An evidence has some dinim of a Jew, but not completely a Jew. And then for Yisrael, it's complete Jew. So you already said that. So why then, when it comes to why then, when it comes to an issue that she said in the bracha in the positive? She also says negative. She doesn't say guy. She doesn't say Eved. She Whatever else it's going to be. And then the last bracha is, is in the positive. She doesn't say Why doesn't she doesn't say And the answer is question. What's your that over here? You're saying something new. You haven't said it before. And that is to say that that uh, a person's career is Yisrael. You've said everything. And as Yisrael, Hashem B'chai Espar, the Hakadosh Baruch Hu's primary interest in the world is Kli Yisrael. Is Kli Yisrael. So by saying you said Yisrael, you said it all. Mashankin, when you, by saying Shasani Kirtsoinai, hasn't said it all because it means Hashem created me as a lady, which is connected to Zratzin. But in that, it doesn't say me a Jewish lady. Like we said, the Jewish lady is a Shifaz as well. And therefore, over here, it's a progression. You can say Shalasani Gai also. She also has a full Nisham and after Nisham of an Evid, which is somewhere in the middle. And now, the last point, Shasani Kirtsoinai, which means that I, I can thank Akadish Bachel for creating me with a function of the playing Kai Israel. Which is equally important, which is also a primary thing, which is that. But the point of the brachas, let me explain what they are. The point of the brachas is not on something new which happens, but something which a person realizes again. When I come back to this realization, an important point here is that's chashem enough to make a bracha. 
It's hard enough to make a bracha. I'll give you a mushroom. Imagine that a person won the won the power, won the lottery, and there's the multi multi millionaire. So of course, b'shalas ma'isa feels tremendous simply. Can make a can make a shachiyah no maybe never made it. I'm just gonna do it this money. Yeah, okay, but you know, the day comes. It was a good day. He won so much money. The day comes and he goes to sleep. Next morning he wakes up. A few seconds. One second. I'm not the same. I'm I'm a multi millionaire. I, I won so much money. The feeling comes back. I wasn't thinking about it when I was sleeping, but now that I think about it again, wow, that's like a so out, out the the how gosh the person has, it's true he didn't win again, but the feeling that now I'm, I, I, I remember now I'm now now I'm, now I'm a different person. I have so much. The, it strikes the person again, hits him again when he thinks about it. It comes back to Hargosha. When it came to Hargosha, feeling like a Jew, Chazal thought that Hargosha is enough to make a bracha. Nothing changed. You were a Jew yesterday, you'll be a Jew tomorrow. But every morning, when a person wakes up with that with that sense, he comes back to his consciousness. I'm a Jew. I'm in a position that Kodesh Baruch cares about me more than the rest of the universe. That Hargosha itself is just make a bracha. And nothing needs to change. Nothing needs to change. But uh, every time a person thinks about it, and is overawed by it, and is appreciative of it, we made a person can make a bracha on that too. That's like Dhamma Tashachis, because therefore, what right do we have to Dhamma? We tell the Kodesh Baruch we're just willing to send everybody's tefillah. But we understand that if, in, if we are in a more important position, our tefillah is that much more powerful. And therefore, the understanding what our standing is in Hashem's eyes is the Hakdama. Now we understand. We're given priority status. That's the, therefore, that's what, that's what we need to talk about, which is firm for ourselves before we start the diving. Uh, the world is, uh, the woman is like parallel to the woman.